It's time now for the morning line here on KMA. You know, Veterans Day has come and gone, but the need to address veterans or issues related to veterans continues, including those involving uh, PTSD and veteran suicides. Janet Olson is Page County's Veterans Affairs Executive Director, and she joins us in the studio this morning to talk more on this very important issue. Good morning to you, Janet. Good morning, Michael. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, first of all, I know Veterans Day was an important day for you. Uh, Why don't you talk about some of the things that you did and where you were at as far as Veterans Day is concerned on Friday and Saturday? It was a very busy day. As you know, I'm a life member of American Legion and the VFW, so I supported the Clorinda American Legion and their efforts over in Clorinda that day. They had six different events that they had, and then the VFW had a dinner, a lunch the next day at noon over here in Shenandoah, so we stayed really busy. It sounds like it. And uh, I know that you weren't avail- uh, 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 you weren't able to attend the ceremony that took place on Friday at uh, Shenandoah High School. At that ceremony, for those who may have missed it, Alec Griebert, who is a U.S. Air Force veteran, talked about the mental health issues servicemen and women are facing either during or after their tours of duty are over and as they adjust to civilian life. Uh, you talked especially about some of the problems as far as suicide is concerned. From your standpoint as the, the county's uh, Veterans Affairs Executive Director, How big of a problem is suicide among veterans in this country, especially those from the Vietnam War era right now? Mike, first of all, let's talk a little bit about PTSD because our suicide is directly connected with the PTSD problem. That is the post-traumatic stress. Um, Any person that goes into the military and faces combat or a sexual abuse or any issue is going to come back with some problems and mental issues that they're going to want to speak and talk about. What PTSD really is, is that if someone is put into a trauma that they cannot morally or physically handle, the brain shuts a door. When that door shuts and locks down, it puts that person in a mode to run. That is a defensive mode, and you can't back out of that. So you face that every day. And the side effects of that are sleep patterns, uh, trauma, um, looking out the windows to see if there's someone there or not. They become paranoid. They spend a lot of time by themselves, with themselves, and it's very hard to trust. And it's not something that a veteran or any person can walk out of without help. Actually, the worst case of PTSD that I was ever involved with was a young lady about 12 years old, and she lost her family in a fire. This can happen to anyone. So acknowledging it is number one, of course. That's your first step. We look for those signs. And as a veteran service officer, I'm trained to work with the veterans and see the pattern and get them help. And I have a tremendous network in this area to get reach out and get them some help, let them visit and see if maybe we can help things along to give them back their normal life. Yeah, we'll talk about that network in just a moment. But when you look at PTSD, you talked about sleep patterns. What are some of the other factors involved in that? For example, substance abuse. I know that 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 is a big problem amongst veterans as as well as other people, of course. Well, any time that you have a situation you cannot control and you cannot face, you want to self-medicate. 
And so the easiest way to do that is to reach out to something you like. So if you like to drink beer, you're going to drink beer. If you want to get on drugs to help you pass it away or to cover up and disguise the problems and symptoms that you have, that's what you're going to use. And once you face that and hit it head on, that's when we can help getting you to the right path and maybe have a really productive life. But please understand that the Vietnam veterans, as you get older, this gets worse. And I really haven't pinned that. I don't know if it's because we have more time. I don't know if we think more about things. But they'll wake up in the middle of the night and see faces that fought with them 50 years ago that they hadn't even thought of. And they have reoccurring dreams just go on and on. And that's, that is a real case of PTSD. And that is because a lot of it, I believe, is age. And you're a Vietnam veteran yourself, Janet. You served during the late 60s, early 70s. During that same period, uh, is it because that there was so much disdain for the Vietnam War veterans once they came back into society, once their tour of duty was over? It was Is that part of some of the PTSD that Vietnam veterans may be facing even today? Well, as much as we'd like to hang on to that thought, Mike, I've got to disagree with that because I'm seeing just as strong PTSD and problems with my men that are coming back from Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, and my younger generation. What I don't see is the trauma, the sleep patterns, and the issues with that because they aren't old enough yet for that to really develop with them. And that's when it's really important to have a chance to talk to someone that has the education and the time to listen to your story and help you understand what is going on with you and maybe eventually open that door so you can have a normal life. What about the the effects, the after effects of trying to adjust to uh, modern life, to normal life, civilian life, once your tour of duty is over? Is that harder now for veterans than, say, it was uh, many years ago when uh, you served in Vietnam? I think it's always been hard for veterans. You've got to understand that we're a trained force. I mean, we know how to fold our socks. What comes down to detail, and then when you get put back into a system where everything is freelance, it's hard to make those changes. Veterans make really good employees because we're meticulous and pay attention to detail. But no, it's not easier. It's a it's a transition that needs a little help along the way. And we lean heavily on Home Base Iowa here in Page County to help us find jobs for veterans, counsel those veterans into those jobs, and help them make a future. Another issue I know that Alec brought up that may contribute to, in some ways, to suicidal thoughts is homelessness. What, what kind of a, a problem is homelessness amongst veterans now this day and age? Well, let's define homelessness. If you've got a veteran that absolutely is indigent, that's a situation we can easily rectify. We have places in Omaha, Lincoln, Des Moines, where I can get them help and get them into a pattern and they're taken care of. Either a six-week training, get them into a job and they get them on their feet, or long-term if it's a mental psychiatric situation. That, that's at a fingertip. But homelessness, where you can't put your feet down in one place and you don't feel at home, that feeling of loss, that's something entirely different. And you need to have someone to visit with and talk to. You need a buddy, and you need people that will stand with you and stand behind you, and that's what we do as a VSO. Now, you mentioned earlier the network of help that's out there. What is out there for veterans who may experience suicidal thoughts 
who are going through uh, PTSD and all all that sort of uh, uh, things that they're facing right now uh, post uh, service to the country? Well, we have an extensive suicide prevention and that goes through the mental health people, the medical people, and my office. And we help to work them and to get them into the right direction. But I really need to put a shout-out to Angela Wallach out of the CBOC. CBOC is a community-based outpatient center, which belongs to Omaha. It's here in Shenandoah. That's our little medical center. Um, and she evaluates and so forth and takes care of them. And Wabunzi here in Clorinda, there's a, several in our county that help my veterans. What we have down here that's an advantage is if you go to Omaha, you're not going to see the same doctor twice. If you come to Page County, you're going to get that same person over and over. And also, uh, you mentioned uh, the community-based outpatient clinic. You also work with Wabonzi Mental Health. How big of a resource are they to help veterans who may be experiencing some mental health issues? I put my full weight behind them. They are very accomplished and very supportive of everything we do with veterans. And the veteran network, we send them to them, but VA pays for it. So that's that's all through my office. And may I really quickly make a real fast comment um, there are some people in the county that are trying to do claims and set these situations up for veterans that are not accredited. Please understand, if someone wants to help you, ask for their accreditation number. I'm accredited with the federal government. I'm licensed with the state of Iowa, but I am also belong to the county of Page. Um, so be careful who you've got helping you. Go to someone that really does understand. And if you don't want to come to my office, we've got a couple of really good VSOs very close. Well, that's all very important information, uh, Janet, and it's a very important subject. And we thank you very much for being with us this morning to address this and uh, talk about some of the issues are facing. If this helps one veteran out there, th- th- this, this is very, very well worth it. Thank you so much, Mike, and please come and see us in the VSO office over on Ferguson Street. We're there to help you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. That's Veterans Affairs Executive Director for Page County, Janet Olson, on the morning line on KMA.